have just been to see Her Majesty the Queen, who has invited me to form a government. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. Iraq collapsing, Syria collapsing, Yemen collapsing, Libya collapsing, and everything else in turmoil. Nothing to do with us. Hey everyone, welcome to Where We Are with Terence Siebel, the podcast that breaks down what happened in the world in the last seven days and how we got here. On today's episode... I'm feeling powerless, which is why I jumped at this opportunity. In a quarantine situation, you see the best of human behavior and you see the worst. And that's what we're going to see. This has been a rough week for everyone. As my sister said, there's some solidarity in the idea that everyone in the world is feeling some variation of these dark and dismal feelings right now. It's important that we don't just shut our eyes to the gloom of the coronavirus, because there's important measures we all need to be taking to contain the viral spread as much as possible. Regardless of what your country has implemented as law, everyone should be staying inside as much as possible, avoiding public transport, avoiding restaurants, cafes, assuming they're still open. So I've been walking or biking across London all week. But it's equally important that we don't let ourselves be crushed with doom and gloom. So this week, I'm bringing you uplifting stories from around the world, as the pandemic in every country it visits brings out the best in some of us. While millions of people around the world are being ordered to close their businesses and shelter in their homes, there are many people who not only don't have the option to work from home, but actually have to work right in the middle of the contagion. Healthcare workers are in such ridiculously high demand, with nowhere near enough staff to cover the medical needs around the world right now, that doctors and nurses are working dangerously long shifts. This is from a hospital in Italy, now the worst hit country in the world. A doctor is showing the chaos going on in his hospital to a BBC reporter, with an absolutely staggering amount of patients admitted for COVID-19 every day. But despite the horrors and the strain, he's amazed at what his colleagues are doing. There's been such a moving commitment from doctors and nurses, he's saying. Sometimes they come in when they're not even on shift. Some of them have cried, but I've never seen anyone complain. And in cities across Europe, people stuck in their houses under quarantine have found a way to show healthcare workers how much they appreciate all that they're doing. In France. In Spain. In Germany. In Switzerland. And of course in Italy. In Italy, a lot of the applauding residents on their balconies are standing next to posters painted with Italian flags or giant rainbows. And underneath is a phrase that means everything will be all right. 
in Italy, where everyone in the nation has been under quarantine for two weeks now. People have started singing from their balconies together every night at 6 p.m. And not just singing. In turn, an opera singer and her violinist came out to their balcony. And this was in Florence on the Saturday morning after the quarantine went into effect. Others have taken to blasting Italian songs through their speakers while their neighbors sing along. In Germany, where some states are under lockdown, but not the entire nation, at least not yet, and the spread of the virus isn't nearly as bad as it is in Italy, Germans have taken to singing from their balconies, but not to lift their own spirits, to show solidarity and support to their Italian friends who are suffering. in Bavaria, where residents are under lockdown. They're singing Bella Ciao, an Italian resistance song. And to finish with the musical theme, in Iran, the worst hit country in the Middle East, videos have popped up online of doctors and nurses dancing together in full scrubs to keep up their spirits. In Poland, which just started a national quarantine last week, the hashtag gastropomaga has been trending, which means gastronomy is helping. 
Restaurants and cafes are closed across the country, but they can still do takeout orders and deliveries. So this has prompted a bunch of restaurants to donate and deliver food to hospital staff working around the clock. At one pizza restaurant, the chefs wrote messages of solidarity for the doctors and nurses inside the pizza boxes. And of course, those in the riskiest age group, the elderly, are also in need of kindness and food delivery, which has prompted volunteer networks to crop up around the world, organizing young people to deliver food and supplies safely to the elderly. In the U.S., a volunteer delivers donated food from a local restaurant that a resident's granddaughter organized because she was worried about her grandma. Are you Miss Wade and your granddaughter? She arranged for us to bring you a meal. So we brought you that. She was a little worried about you because she has the flu, so she couldn't visit. I'm feeling powerless, which is why I jumped at this opportunity, because this makes me feel like I'm doing something and I'm not just sitting at home gnashing my teeth, worrying about things I have no control over. So even while this pandemic has prompted fear and hoarding, selfishness, it's important to remember all the generosity and kindness and solidarity and creativity that's come out of it as well. one more happier virus story. So with the whole of Italy under quarantine, not only are streets empty, but canals and ports are empty too, with only essential boats allowed to travel there. And this has cleared the way for some surprise visitors. That was the sound of dolphins swimming up to the docks of a port in Sardinia. Alright, and that's our show for this week. Tune in next week for another episode of Where We Are with Terrence Eagle. And stay safe, guys. Bye.